You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me again. Did I do that? Hello, and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williams, and I appreciate you stopping by for a short 5, 10, 15-minute visit. Um, man, I'm still old habits die hard. It really should be 15, 20-minute visit at this point. Uh, so if you're a regular listener of the podcast, I appreciate you bearing with me for the last couple of weeks. Uh, as you may have noticed, the, the sound quality wasn't quite right and there was no sound effects. And I was, I was playing with some things and I was trying to figure out a way to do, um, the YouTube channel, uh, kind of the same quality as the podcast. And I'm just, I haven't been able to make it work. Um, so I, I came to the decision last week that I'm going to do them separately. Um, there might be some overlap, but the podcast in and of itself will be its own entity. Um, there will be the sound effects and the, the shit you may have missed. will have the, 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 the chime and the whole nine yards. So, um, going forward, <laughs> you can expect them to be, uh, separate with a little bit of overlap, but I will prioritize the podcast sound quality over convenience. Um, a little bit extra work on my part. You don't care about that. You care about what I deliver on a daily basis, uh, weekly basis. Uh, and I appreciate it. If you have had a chance to check out my YouTube channel, I greatly appreciate it. I will be doing more hot takes there. Um, more, you know, three to five minute videos, two or three a week. And, uh, look forward to seeing you over there as well. So at that nerd dad on YouTube, please go over there, hit subscribe. Uh, it means a lot to me and, uh, leave a comment, share it. Sharing is always good. Sharing is caring as we learned in school. Um, but yeah, so we're back to the, the regular, regular scheduled format here. Um, and I'm going to start with a parenting anecdote, anecdote. I didn't say that correctly. Um, I don't often share my parenting wins because who the hell wants to hear about good parenting? People want to hear me call my kid an asshole. They don't want to hear me talk about how great my kid is, but, um, I will tell you something that I kind of stumbled upon that has been helpful and and you may find useful as well. Uh, so my five-year-old, uh, he's a, not a socially, um, keen individual and he, he definitely fights with his two-year-old brother as brothers do. Um, but I also know that he likes his space. He has a hard time kind of processing some emotions sometimes. And, um, anyways, a few weeks ago, um, two and five were fighting and, uh, I saw five hit two. And after I gave him the very stern speech about how you cannot hit, you have to use words and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I said to him, I'm like, look, if you need to go upstairs to your room, you can go for it. That's your space. If you want to fill a bucket with toys and take it upstairs and go play in your room by yourself, you can, I'm not going to stop you. In fact, I'm going to, I'll help you pack up some toys if you want to do that. And man, did he love that idea? Um, he was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So we put together a little bucket of toys. He went upstairs. And ever since that day, he refers to that as his quiet time. So typically on Saturday, Sunday morning, usually around 10 a.m. after they've been together but for about four hours, um, he will look at me and say, Dad, can I have my quiet time? And I'll say, sure, buddy, just whatever, you know, give me help you get some toys. And um, now he's so independent. He says, no, it's okay. He just packs up whatever he wants to pack up and go upstairs for 30 minutes, an hour. Um, and then he makes his way back down. Sometimes just to check on what mom, what uh, daddy and his brother are doing. And sometimes to watch TV, sometimes to get a snack. And then sometimes he works his way back up. Sometimes he stays where he is and he hangs out with us again. But that little bit of space for him and knowing that he can do that um, without fear of repercussion or that his room is somehow uh, the worst punishment available has been really helpful. <laughs> like I kind of, like I said, I, I, I kind of fell backwards into some quality parenting. Um, so maybe your kid would benefit from some quiet time in feeling empowered to use that space um, as their own. I share, I hope it helps. Um, I promise next week uh, I, I considered talking about my other one being in the terrible twos and, and calling him a dick, but I thought, nah, there's a lot of, a lot of negativity and shit in the world right now. So I, I stuck with the positive one. I'll, I'll do some negative stuff next week. I promise. So the big thing I want to talk about today is uh, vaccine envy because uh, as a Canadian, I'm seeing and hearing it more and more about our U.S. counterparts as we have vaccine envy. The rollout in Canada for the vaccines has been an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> has, um, our, our population is hardly vaccinated at all. Um, we are within Ontario. We are supposed to be in our third lockdown now. Um, but uh, honestly, our lockdowns are a joke. If we had taken our lockdown seriously from the beginning... We'd probably be out of this by now. Um, but uh, I, I've been hearing, and honestly, I feel it. I, feel, I interact with a lot of people, uh, Americans on Twitter, and uh, obviously watching them get their lives back um, is drawing some envy out of me. It's drawing some envy out of the Canadian population, and I, I understand that. I get that. However... And I want to put this into perspective for my Canadian friends. And I was going to say brothers and sisters, but that sounded so douchey. Um, I want to put this into perspective. America has had countless mass shootings in the last two, three weeks. As soon as they were allowed to start going outside again. Man, did they bring their weapons with them. Um, and they're they're having to have the same conversation they've been having since Columbine, which I think is celebrating, celebrating is a rough word there, um, a poor choice of words, which I think is coming up to 20 years. So we've been having this conversation in the U.S. for decades now. And uh, it's not, there's no progress. It's temporary outrage until the next one. 
and then temporary outrage to the next one. So, and I have a point here. I know I started at vaccine envy. In addition to the gun problem, they have a systemic racism problem. Now, that is a probably, that is fair to say, a global issue. But it is very heightened in the United States where um, white cops keep killing black people at such a rate that I'm confident in saying that if black cops were killing white people at the same rate, we would be saying black people are hunting us. Um, and it's it's not getting better. <laughs> you know, the, the, the protests from last year, um, the movements, the protests, everything, it felt, it felt like there was change happening. And maybe there has been, but not enough. It's not cured yet. They also have the border crisis. Um, and we don't have to deal with that in Canada, as I've alluded to in the previous podcast, which is I'm not sure Canadians would know how to deal with it. If as a, as a nation, we had to be the bad guys and said, no more. We can't, we can't just keep letting everyone in. Um, we are lucky and fortunate in the fact that we have America as the buffer in between us. Um, so they've got three extraordinarily huge issues that are still going to be there long after I get my vaccine. So Canadians feel feel envious. I get it. But accept the fact that they've got it a lot worse than we do. Um, I didn't even mention healthcare. But obviously, a healthcare bill in the States can bankrupt you. So is it perfect here? No. Do our politicians screw the pooch? On every level between preventing the spread, stopping the spread, and now getting the vaccines, yes, and we should hold them accountable. But let's give America this one. Let's let's give this to them. They uh they've had it rough the last four years, and they're gonna have it rough for the foreseeable future. It's time for shit you may have missed. Last week, the trailer for Fast 9, Furious 9, Fast and the Furious 9, whatever the hell it was, came out. And man, does it look awesome. It looks like they're going to send Dom and his family to space. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, What isn't awesome is how much money (laughs) we as a society have given this franchise. Uh, I was looking it up. there has been nine movies so far. And I know I just said the furious nine or whatever the hell it's called, but that's because I'm also including the Hobbs and Shaw movie, which was the spinoff. Anyways, as a society, we have given these nine movies $5.8 billion over the course of the last 20 years. 
Five billion. That's that's my money. That's your money going to produce these. Now, don't get me wrong. They're masterpieces. They are the quintessential summer blockbuster. Insane stunts. Terrible dialogue. It's all about family. Vin Diesel is basically a modern day Stallone um, without the Academy Award. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. Five billion dollars. Let that simmer. Let that simmer. Five billion. I got taken for some clickbait this week. I read an article about uh, community and how they're making a movie. And I thought, yes, it's finally happening. But when you read the article, basically what it says is, uh, yeah, I think it's coming. I don't know when, but uh, I know we all want to do it. That's half the battle. So there is no news. And finally, in Spider-Man news, Alfred Molina confirms he'll return as Doc Ock in Spider-Man No Way Home. His story will take place right where it left off after the 2004 Spider-Man 2. Great. Now I got to go back and rewatch that movie to figure out what the hell's going on in the current movie. I think I like the idea of a Spider-Verse more than I like the actual Spider-Verse. It's just going to require too much work to keep it all straight. Plus my wife nudging me the whole movie. Why is he doing that? I don't remember that. And I'll be like, well, that's from 2004. I don't remember 2004. Nobody does. That's it. It's the episode. Felt good to be back to my normal routine. Um, Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you're having fun with it still. This was episode 30, by the way. Episode 30. I should have made a bigger deal off the top of it. Um, But uh, you fine folks have sat through 30 of these things. And I I cannot thank you enough. (laughs) I know I say that a lot. Um, I say it every episode. But I really cannot thank you enough. Um, The support, the comments, the... um, The kind words uh, mean a lot to me. It is uh, truly the best hobby I've ever had. So thank you so much for everything in that regard. Um, If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Share it with a a family member. Um, Write me a review on iTunes. Subscribe. Follow. Uh, Obviously, I've got a big push right now to YouTube. So if you're listening to this, head over to my YouTube channel. Please click subscribe. Um, Check out some of the videos. Um, It's just me doing hot topics like I do kind of off the top of the show, but uh, recorded for the YouTube experience. Uh, anyways, you know you can always check me out on DeanBlundell.com. I do a little writing for them every now and then on their socials, and uh, occasionally I will guest on Dean's show. And uh, finally, this episode and all episodes are powered by Blue. Blue microphones, the best in the business. Good enough for me. Way too good for me, in fact. Uh, Be safe, be well, and we'll talk next week. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. 
Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.